Hi everyone! Welcome to The 20s Project, a podcast where we, as HEC Paris students, gather people in their 20s and talk about their life stories. Hey, I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Christina. Get ready to discover career growth, self-development, and the adventures of studying abroad. Okay, so now that we've, you know, talked previously before about what we went through before, uh, you know, arriving here at HEC and when we arrived, you know, by, you know, meeting new people, adapting to the new environment that we were in, um, how about we talk about, you know, our different classes and everything that we've experienced this semester? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel like we have so many different classes, but also at the same time, a lot of group projects that really help us to know more about people. And it kind of also gives us a chance to socially interact with people in some sense. Absolutely. Like, it's not just partying and drinking that you get to meet people. It's also by group projects. You get to really see how responsible a person is and also how Agreed. they look at tasks and how they uh, perceive group teamwork. Absolutely. And it's actually so important, like, um, if we've also worked, I mean, we've also worked before, and obviously we notice how important team spirit and mm. teamwork is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now with all the different classes that we have, they're all pretty demanding. Yeah. And there's a lot to do. Um, and aside from the difficulty aspect, the workload is really intense. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot to do every week. Mm-hmm. So then you really have to be able to count on your team members. Yeah. And actually, I mean... It's pretty funny because you can easily tell who's going to be there and who you can count on <laughs> no, okay, and so, who's not going to be there at all during so, the semester. On this topic, I would really want to hear your thoughts on, <laughs> like, we all know there is at some point definitely someone who might not be as cooperative yeah. as you want or of expected course. him to be or her to be. What is your tips on motivating people in a team project if they are a bit dragged away? It's super difficult. I would say the first thing I generally do is I really try to communicate with the person yeah. saying, what's up? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Is there Because sometimes like people go through difficult things in their personal lives and that may have an influence on their work. Mm-hmm. So I always try to you know check on them and I really try to make the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like a couple of years ago, I think I would have really pushed for this person to be part of the team a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I would see it as a problem if the person wouldn't have been engaged uh-huh. actively in the group project. Now, I would say I'm seeing things a bit differently where I think if you don't want to work, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm going to benefit from this group project because eventually the goal is to learn. I the agree. goal is in the grade. Yeah. So if I can learn and you don't want to, that's your problem. Yeah. I will definitely try to make you part of the team and I will try to make you feel good and I will try to give you you know, projects and, and part of the projects that you can work on. Yes. But at a certain extent, you need to take accountability and you need to make sure that, you know, if you want to be there, you're there. Mm-hmm. You participate, you are there when we're having, you know, meetings and everything mm-hmm. um, and you're acting as a team player. Yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise, I'm just going to continue doing my things. Mm-hmm. And if that means I need to do the whole group project, which of course isn't the goal, but if that's what I have to do at the end of the day because no one wants to work, well, honestly, I have, I feel like I have no time and energy to waste trying yeah. to motivate someone who doesn't make even the bare minimum mm. you see what i mean but i don't know what, what what your thought on this is no i totally agree so in the beginning of all the group projects i would say if someone is less motivated or less engaged i would definitely try to understand their difficulties mm-hmm. or challenges they're facing perhaps for example in this subject they're not that familiar with what we've been talking about so perhaps someone who is more familiar could kind of mentor or give them some more information to help them really engage in the topics. 
but also at the same time, if after a certain attempt, they're still pretty detached, I would say then it's more like we're all adults, we're all grown exactly. ups. Exactly, you, you move on. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to learn, that's on you. We'll, we'll do what we can do, but at the end of the day, it's you who really knows truly if whether you learned or not. So absolutely, I think that still comes back to your own motivation. Absolutely, and something that used to frustrate me a lot before that would be people who don't work and then they come up with excuses like, oh, I have this and that yeah. on my plate. Well, guess what? We all have things on our plates. We all have things to do. And But you know what? At least if you can be transparent and be like, I'm not going to work, then at least we know, right? Yeah. But there's also, I have a problem with people who say they will work and then we count on them and then mm. they don't do it. Yeah. Because then it's just double the work for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a work that we could have started, exactly, that we could have started way before. Yeah. I would even appreciate more if someone tells us in advance that they can't work in a certain time, yeah. but they try to make it up so perhaps they would say okay you work on the slides but then i'll work on the documents absolutely so at least we all have our own responsibilities and not that they expect people to do other works and just free ride i I don't really think that's very tolerable absolutely and it's not because we're at hcc that this doesn't happen of course (laughs) people are really motivated for most of them but Mm -hmm. of course there are always people who are less because that happens so that's also something that we all have to deal with to a certain extent but it's true that i mean honestly i feel like jackie and i we've been i mean everyone has been super busy this semester (laughs) but yeah and of course i think when it comes to that we get also to choose really nice electives yeah um and you know we've been invited at the beginning of the semester to even choose electives that we wouldn't necessarily be interested in at the beginning mm-hmm. to take some risks to discover potentially mm-hmm. new interests is that something that you've personally done Jackie or so for me my tactics for choosing electives were more like I will go for electives that I've never had the chance to go for for example oh nice. I took blockchain mm-hmm. this semester or well, last semester and this is something that I would never have a chance to really deep dive in when I was in Taiwan and I feel like that is such a good opportunity for me to really learn from the best because from that electives six different CEOs working in blockchain companies were invited into our class and so we really got to know how they delved into their projects and combined blockchain with their strengths or with their passion super interesting and I find I found that really inspiring because that's also kind of the, the inspiration where we can get from entrepreneurs and I don't feel like it's something we can easily learn from textbooks. Absolutely. So that's pretty interesting for me. I would totally agree. I personally took an elective, Strategic People Management, mm. where a professor is an HR consultant. Mm-hmm. And that just enabled me to discover HR but through a total different lens, yeah. like through consulting. And then I thought, oh, perhaps that's something that I could be interested in. Mm-hmm. Again, as we mentioned earlier in a couple of times, we're still not 100% sure what we want to do with our lives. And I think it's so important to get out of this comfort zone and try to discover like new topics. Yeah. And then you might discover something that you know, you're know you passionate about. You never know. I do have a question for you. Yeah. So now we're also picking our new electives for the next semester, right? When you're selecting your electives, what are your priorities? Like, do you go for very academic electives or do you go for like electives that helps gain more soft skills? I would say I try to go for a mix of both, but mm-hmm. generally I I always look at the syllabus mm-hmm. and I try to go for electives that would enable me to do a lot of group projects. Ah, same. I yeah. prefer yeah. group projects um, than tests. I feel like I learn much more through group <laughs> yeah. projects because exams, right. well, I prepare for exams, you know, a couple of days in advance mm-hmm. and then I do the exams and a couple hours later, I don't remember a thing. Yeah. And that's not really what I'm striving for. 
And I feel like through group projects, then it's a really, like, it's a hands-on format Mm -hmm. where I can really learn and grow and I can see how knowledge translates into practice. And I think Mm -hmm. that's much more interesting for me at that stage. And also, I feel like, you know, I chose my first semester electives based on what I was truly interested in. And Mm -hmm. I think I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. But for next semester, I try to choose electives in areas that are quite unknown for me Mm -hmm. to discover something new and not just stick to this, but try to really make the most of the second semester. I definitely agree because I think that's also one of the purpose why we want to do a master's degree because and also a master's degree specifically abroad yeah like this environment really empowers you from different aspects because they provide resources and uh, materials that you would never have had before in the past so I think that's also one thing that motivates us to to come here to to do the master's degree and also whether it's group projects or tests from the previous courses we have those that have group projects it helps me really understand the concepts Same. rather than when I was preparing for the test like I could basically just forget all the concepts very <laughs> easily once I finish the test once yeah. I submit the test but then those with actual like Excel uh, processes that I've gone through myself with, or with my group, that really helped me to understand why I need to do this step after another one. So I think I definitely agree, yeah. Absolutely. No, I feel like this specific setting just pushes you a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like here at HEC, we're really pushed towards trying new thing, exploring new path. Mm-hmm. And I think this is also why at a certain point we decided to, to go on like this new journey, exactly yeah. the podcast and this new like personal project. I think personally one of my motivation was also to create something that was more like personal that mm-hmm. we could also tailor to yeah. our vision mm-hmm. instead of just sticking to really academic yeah, I uh, agree. tools. And honestly, to be very transparent, I feel like this project also gives me a totally different feeling of ownership. Like, because we both worked before, but for me, at a certain point of my career, I was more like, who am I working for, to be honest? Like, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for the company or am I doing this for our customers or consumers? But do these concepts really motivate me, to be honest? Mm-hmm. I feel like this podcast has brought more motivation than anything I've ever done before. And I feel like that really strikes me a lot because then I realize, oh, perhaps that's something I would want to work on in the future. That's a field where I can really take on responsibilities myself, decide what I want to do. And even like, for example, what we're doing now, uh, approaching perhaps like HEC marketing team to see how we can promote our podcast or even discover new opportunities for us to really create awareness of our podcast. That's something you initiate yourself. You find the motivation to do these things. Even though we have exam periods, we're still super motivated (laughs) to do all these things. And that's something different than when someone tells you what to do, right? Exactly. I I would totally agree. You know, for you guys to know as well, when we talked with Jackie, uh, we'd say like a couple days ago, I even joked around the fact that we are entrepreneurs. <laughs> we're not, we're not totally, not <laughs> but it's just the fact that we have this little project, like our baby, and we're really trying to make it work. And we're super passionate about what we're doing and motivated. And we're really trying to bring as mu- as many people aboard as we can. And as Jackie said, you know, even during the really intense exam period, we're still there recording, doing the marketing, cutting. Uh, it's a lot of work. It doesn't, perhaps it doesn't seem like it, but it, it really is. I mean, I'm really happy that we can share this journey together and that uh, we are like two people that are um, super passionate and motivated about this project as well. Because I think whenever I'm a little, you know, I can give less than 50% 
or 100%, then you can give a bit more, and yeah. vice versa. When you can give less, then I can also give more. Yeah. And I think that's really the strength yeah. of our collaboration in that sense. Because like I always tell you, I feel like we complement each other a lot. That's true. Your strength is in communication, writing, you have very good vocabularies in your mind. But for me, it's more like I enjoy editing, I enjoy cutting, I enjoy doing some video creating. So <laughs> that's something I feel like forms and a good team. And that's perfect, yeah. And also, I would, I, I would like to mention, when we walk on the corridor and when we meet our friends who were so passionate also about the podcast and just come up with me with this shiny eyes saying oh I love your podcast I listen to your podcast I like what you said or I like uh, the, the guests that you brought to your podcast it really inspires me a lot that really brings a huge positive impact value on for me. sure yeah and so that's also something that really motivates me to go forward and even though it takes a certain amount of time from a busy schedule already but still, it's super enjoying. Yeah. Absolutely, I would agree. That, I mean, the main goal was basically to have an impact on people mm-hmm. and you know, show that actually we're pretty similar in the way that we approach things. So that's great if people can relate. I mean, that was, again, the, the major goal. goal. But we definitely are looking forward to growing this project even more in 2024. Yeah, definitely. So we'll still be, you know, up for, of course, uploading... Uh, throughout the Christmas holidays, New Year's, as you will probably already see. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, if there's anything also that you would like to see on our podcast, feel free also to DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Or if you're an HEC student, do not hesitate to talk to us whenever you For see sure. us on campus. We're more than happy to listen to any ideas and concepts you can have. Or mind. even if you feel like you have some specific stories or unique paths that you would like to share with other people, Definitely, we're super welcome. Absolutely. Reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to talk to you. But thank you so much for listening to us in 2023. And great uh, upcoming 2024 year. All the best to you and your families. Thank you. Bye. Ciao, ciao. We hope you liked this episode. Don't forget to follow and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, we always love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to DM us on our Instagram, The20s Project. 